0: welcome to another edition of did you hear your library insider where we often will talk but today we do we will make we will make you know why um because it's the make-along episode 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 (laughs) yeah episode and uh that means people will be joining us from the makerspace they will bring supplies we'll list those supplies on the website we will and then you too
1: can make along.
2: You are listening to Did you hear? 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 The
1: Johnson County Library podcast
0: with host Dave Carson and Charles Hour. We are coming to you from the Central
1: Resource Library in Overland Park, Kansas. This is your library insider.
0: Welcome to the Make Along. Oh, that sounded good.
3: <laughs> <laughs> well,
1: today we have two of the makerspace facilitators. Um, shall we have them? Sure. Introduce themselves. Yeah. yeah. Hi, my name is Brian Ortel. I'm a makerspace facilitator here at the Johnson County Library.
2: Hi, my name is Lydia, and I am a makerspace facilitator here at the Johnson County Library as well.
0: Well, welcome. And we're going to be doing the make-along in just a few moments. Hopefully, you have checked our website. You've seen all of the ingredients and supplies. Supplies. Supplies that are needed for the make-along activity. And you can make along with us. But before we do that, a little bit of makerspace uh, information. Let's do this as a, a, a game show. Um, three contestants <laughs> <laughs> with wild prizes. Um, which may not be true. Um, Bragging rights. What's that? Bragging rights, right? Bragging? Yeah, yeah. Um, intrinsic motivation. That's true. <laughs> All right. So, uh, question number one: When was the maker space conceived? A good I have an unfair advantage. lock in it. your guesses. <laughs> on your. Uh, See, people can't see, so we can lie as much as we want. So um, we, we have these monitors that are kind of set up like um, Jeopardy. And so if you would just write with your light pen your answer, and um, we'll just uh, go around and uh, let's start with, with you, Brian. What year did the Makerspace begin? Uh,
1: 2014. Ooh, that's a good guess.
2: Hmm. Lydia? So I know... That the makerspace, I'm thinking 2016, mm. and I could be wrong.
3: That is a good guess as well. Uh, I think I'm gonna go a little earlier. $1. <laughs> is, is that acceptable? Uh, I'll go 2011. 2011.
0: Okay, the actual answer is 2013. Oh. oh yeah. yeah, so Brian, you were working here at that time, as was I, and I remember there was like a um, a meeting room that was kind of in the middle of the library, behind the reference desk, and half of it was an office for the reference desk librarians, and then the other half
1: housed uh, adaptive. Yeah, there was assistive uh, technology. Yeah, before. Computers did a lot of this. There was some ADA technology, so screen readers and things like that, that kind of technology was in that room. So we got to take that over at that time and turn it into a makerspace.
0: Okay. And if if I remember at that time, um, it's not like it was today. So let's let's, uh, run down a list of equipment and see if it's true or false. Um, was there a 3D printer at the time? True or yes or no, I guess. True, yes. What do you say? Yes.: True. Okay, that is true. Okay, What
1: about a uh, video camera? I, I was there, so true, but maybe <laughs> false. Maybe that could be lying.
2: You know, I'm going to copy Brian. <laughs> I'm going to go with true as well.:
1: Okay. I'll say false just to mix
0: things up. <laughs> no, it, it was true. And oh, there were, man. There were a couple Macs in there that uh, you could use. Um, what about a CNC router? Uh, let's start with
3: Charles. Reverse the directions. <laughs> <laughs> let's let's <laughs> make the person sense. who actually knows. <laughs> uh, I'm going to say false. False. Yeah.
0: Yes, false. Yeah. And in fact, I would think that things like um, uh, laser printer and the CNC router and all of those types of things. Probably the reason why we got out of the middle of the library and uh, took over what used to be the old Carmack meeting room space to create the, it's new to me, it's, I mean it's been around for almost ten years now. so, But mm-hmm. um, that's housed our, our makerspace. Um,
3: and how much of that was Available and widespread enough like it I, I see maker spaces all over the place now. a lot of people have lasers, a lot of them have CNCs. How much of that change is like going to that larger space and how much of that is just the technology is more affordable or more available?
1: Well, I, I'm not sure I quite. Get the question. Uh, sorry, sorry, Charles. That's no, okay. Um, <laughs> uh, but we were one of the first libraries to have a makerspace. There were a handful of other libraries uh, in the United States that had makerspaces, and one down in Arkansas, Chicago, and a few across the the country. But we were one of the first to start um, our small makerspace at that time.
3: Very cool.
0: Yeah, I remember um, Dave Hansen, who used to work here as the system wide manager. I remember he used to come back to the web content area and he'd be talking about, you know, wouldn't it be great to have uh, an area in the library where people could come in and they could edit videos or they could record audio, things like that. Like if they have a band, there would be a place they could record their band. Um, and we had a so I, I wonder how you all re- refer to this, because you've got the pre carmack room makerspace. I don't know what you would call that. Call it Genesis or whatever. I don't <laughs> know. Version one. And then there's kind of version two, which was up until the central resource library renovation. And uh, you know what? We could call that the orange era
1: because the, the walls were orange, but now they're gray. Does that make you happy? that orange was a bit intense so yeah we are we are happy to have a lot of new faster uh machinery in our gray maker space but it's a soothing gray it's a nice space to be in yeah so uh i'm, I'm more interested in talking about what you have
0: and what you don't have but but you used to have an audio recording booth and kind of a green screen room was it you know just did that just present some challenges uh
1: Yeah, we had our green screen room and our uh, sound booth. Uh, Part of the green screen room was taken over by the remodel, so we now have our drive-through window that used to be where our green green screen room area was. And our sound booth, we had a. The makerspace is loud, so it was not a soundproof room. So it was hard to get good quality sound out of that sound booth. So yeah. now it houses a large CNC that makes lots of noise, but it's contained in the room. So it, it made sense for us. Yeah, that makes total sense to yeah.
0: repurpose that space. And uh, you know, these days anybody can really turn
1: any little room that they want into their own personal audio recording space. And yeah. so yeah, we see. Uh, you know, national talk shows, the guests are sometimes in their closets. So, you yeah, know, yeah. uh, there are professionals in closets recording, so uh, yeah, you can make do.
2: Yeah, I yeah. think especially as like more equipment becomes like higher quality that you can purchase at a lower price, more accessible to more people. Yeah. I think that kind of has opened up the door, like you said, to like, set up your at home recording areas and things like that. And as the makerspace, I feel like we kind of have to be adapting to what's new and what people can't access. Sure. You know what I mean?
0: Sure, yeah. And, you know, like as far as video goes, I I think green screens are kind of becoming obsolete because the software has gotten so good that you can choose chroma key colors other than green. And as long as you have a solid kind of color behind you, um, you're going to be fine. And honestly, I'm, I'm sure that that probably won't even matter soon because I I know using Photoshop, they've gotten really good at picking out your subject and taking it away from your background. I'm sure video is, you know, um, just inches away from being able to do that as well.
3: Speaking of, of colors, I see a few different colors of... That clay out here on the table, yeah, looks yes. like some different clay. Yeah. So, so we're gonna do the make along. You want to
1: jump in? Let's and, make along. Yeah, lead, lead, lead the way. We will follow. All right. Uh, so we have, yeah, a selection of polymer clays out here. We wanted to do. We talk about a lot of our equipment um, and it's great. You can get final products out of our, a lot of our equipment, but also our equipment, the 3D printers and laser cutters can be used to make tools for other arts. So that's what we're doing here today. Um, Lydia, do you want to talk a little bit about some of the things you've engraved? And
2: Sure, so one of the things that we wanted to highlight was um, kind of how you can use our machines to make tools that can be used over and over again. So we. Um, one of the things that we played around with was engraving texture onto pieces of acrylic, so we got some fun little patterns and things like that that we we will use to roll the clay onto. But oh, okay. um, I mean, that was one way that we kind of were playing around with the idea of texture. Um, another way that we tried was creating like little dowels, kind of like rolling pins, and engraving them with our rotary engraver. Yeah. <laughs> And kind of, yeah, similar patterns and kind of just creating different texture. So one of them is wood, one of them is plastic. You get some different effects from both of them, you know? Yeah. So.
0: So, so we're, these began as pieces of plastic. They're not 3D printed. Okay. So these then went under the like a laser etcher?
2: Correct. Okay. Yeah. And so, so
0: the idea is you can put the clay on top of those. Oh. Uh,
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, so you can use that clay to, or use that plastic to roll the clay into the embossment, essentially. Or use the rolling pin and just the table and emboss that texture onto the clay. Uh, Lydia, I think you you drew all these patterns. We, ha- we have a nice yeah. leaf pattern with some stars. Um, I, I think Ronnie. I did an abstract one there, one that might be inspired by Hello Kitty. So, <laughs> so this one's kind of more, more uh, what, what material is this? Yeah,
2: Brian made that one. Yeah,
1: that's a silicone. So okay, silicone. we tried a few different materials out to see. We, we, we are not polymer clay experts by any means. But we had fun experimenting using our tools to create these other tools here. So, yeah, that's a silicone. So it does... Make it easy to release the clay from that.
0: this this makes me this takes me back to my my Mr. Rogers day and I want to talk to the kids at home.
1: It's like just think what could you do at home? What textures could you find in your home exactly yeah we were we've been thinking about that i I jokingly said you could use my beard for a texture, but <laughs> I don't know if that would work really, but there are yeah textures around the house, maybe some brick or some wood
0: yeah um, these uh these little dowels are pretty great, so um What amazes me, though, is this is the same concept as your pieces of plastic that you put your pattern into through laser etching. But this is a round surface. How difficult is that to achieve the engraving in?
2: So the main thing that I had to think about when I was designing that was that it was a repeating pattern and I wanted it to be seamless. I didn't want you to have like a point where you could see the seam. Uh-huh. So a lot of precision measuring <laughs> yeah. is the trick.
1: Yeah, and we have a rotary tool. So you can, yeah, you can engrave flat goods in the laser cutter, but we have a rotary tool that will slowly turn the, the round or cylindrical object as a laser passes across it. So you can wrap it around uh, coffee tumblers, wine glasses, or in this case, dowels. OK, so uh, I'm I'm ready to play. Yeah. All right. Well, then you can select your color of polymer clay there and start kneading it. You'll want to knead that clay, okay. make it pliable, and then we'll we'll roll it using some 3D printed spacers that we have. Okay. There.
2: Yes. Oh. Polymer clay, when you first, um, especially if it's been sitting for a while, it's fresh out of the package, it's going to be really hard. So you have to, okay. it's yeah, make it, knead it in your hands, make it soft.
1: <laughs> yeah, start to warm it up.
0: Does um, it say anything about you which color of clay you choose?
2: Don't think so.
0: Yes. <laughs> I'm, I'm sure that I've, I mean somebody. People with knows superior taste of color. I chose be. the blue. What does that say about me?
2: It means you like blue. <laughs> <laughs> wow.
3: Well. My color like is listed as light pink or rose.
2: A.K.A. the best color. Yeah. So. yeah. That yeah. is the correct answer, there. actually.
3: <laughs> okay. Oh. Yeah, so like I'm, I'm winning already.
2: <laughs> <laughs> is this a competition, I'm not sure. So you um, should just
1: need a small amount, maybe the size of a, oh gosh, I mean, smaller than a ping pong ball, what, what should I say there?
2: I would say like a thumb size. Thumb
1: size, like, like, like thumbnail. This
2: yeah. So
1: I've got it's about a gumball,
0: perhaps. Yeah, a gumball. Um, yeah. All right. So I'm. Uh, I just. Are we rolling it? Or are we? We're just trying to loosen
1: it up. Yeah, you're trying to heat it up. Okay. Uh, work it a little bit. Squeeze it. Um, trying to get it so it's going to be workable and work itself into the texture. Okay.
0: Um, and I should point out there there is. There are things on the table here that are making me nervous. We've got baby powder (laughs) and we've got petroleum jelly. (laughs)
2: Yeah, one of the um, interesting challenges of polymer clay is that after it is like heat warmed up, you know, Uh, it is very sticky. So on things like plastic and wood, which is what we were using, we were finding that it would kind of get stuck in there. So we did, um, Hmm. we brought some um, baby powder, which if you put on your surface, kind of helps it not adhere to that surface. Um, And then the petroleum jelly, this is more if you were putting something in a mold, it really helps release it, but it's also very greasy. (laughs) (laughs) Your clay will never be the same. Not
1: good on toast whatsoever. Yeah, so when, once you have your clay, uh, work to a, a nice consistency that feels workable. Uh, we'll use one of our other dowels that we cut down. A lot of polymer clay art, artists use acrylic rods for rolling pins. Uh, we, we didn't have that. So we have a dowel here that we spray painted with some shellac. So hopefully that'll keep it nice and smooth. Mm-hmm. And You'll be able to roll out uh, between two spacers that we have 3D printed. So those ah. spacers will keep it a consistent thickness when you roll it. All right, so do we want to, uh,
0: are we putting baby powder down before we roll it? Or? The
2: table should be okay. okay. Um, it's more when you're actually trying to adhere it to the tools that I found that it's really
1: one. to stick. Uh, I, I don't know if you want to use that table, Dave, that has the <laughs> microphones. <laughs> Although maybe not, It might be an interesting. It's already a, a disaster.
0: <laughs> <laughs> People are gonna come into this meeting room, it's like, why is there blue <laughs> clay so, over
1: everything?
2: So, we're using like three d printed spacers, which are just like long rectangular objects, but uh-huh. you could use stuff like cards, you know some cardstock, anything like that. Basically, you'll put your clay in the middle, your two flat rectangular pieces on either side, and then you will use your roller
0: yes to roll
2: okay. it down this then,
0: is This is similar to a lot of pastry making, right
1: yeah okay, yeah,
0: similar idea. don't eat it, Charles. <laughs> Looks like bubble gum. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, it, it, it kind of reminded. So I'm the old fella in the room. Um, but do do you all remember um, what the heck was it called? now? Um, silly,
1: silly putty. Silly putty. Yeah. yeah. I also remember silly silly putty. Yeah. And, and newsprint, and you, you yeah. know, spread out the silly putty, put it on the newsprint, and you could transfer those. Yeah. Yeah. Designs. You could uh
0: especially like the sunday comics you know they're all bright and fun and you could get your favorite comic uh character and put the silly putty down on top of it and then you could stretch them all crazy shapes so I'll catch up I'm okay so charles has i I got his, mine flattened You got yours flattened I think I was already pretty good yeah. You know what I should probably Fold it back over. Um, it's, it's a disaster here, yeah. to be honest with you. <laughs> I I got mine pressed down too far.
1: Oh, now there's gonna be air bubbles, but that that's oh, all that's right. Okay. We won't judge too much.
2: Yeah, the spacers really just help with you getting like an even yeah. roll, and also yeah, not going too thin or having it too thick.
1: Yeah, I, I, we should say the next step. We are gonna be rolling it on a texture, either using a dowel to texture it, or put it on one of the laser engraved pieces of acrylic or silicone to emboss that texture into the material. And then we're gonna be using some 3D printed, uh, basically like cookie cutouts uh, to cut out the shape that you'd want.
2: Yeah, and one of the things we are talking about is like shapes that you could use at home. We were thinking like bottle caps, cups, anything that's small, could like press in, you know? Mm, yeah.
1: Different tried yeah. pasta. Yeah. yeah. Or just use a, a knife of some sort to cut whatever shape you'd like. I, at home, I didn't have a cookie cutter small enough, so I got a roll of tape, put it on top of the clay, and then drew with a pencil the, the circle of the interior of the tape dispenser and then used a the knife to trim. So. Gotcha. But then and yeah. if it's a,
3: a younger listener out there, make sure that you have parental supervision for whichever
1: did knife. I say, did I say butter knife? I said butter, but, but <laughs> butter, butter, butter knife. knife. <laughs> butter knife.
0: So in the end, do is this kind of like um, an exercise and just uh, something that's very temporary, and in the end, it gets wadded back
1: up and put back with the rest of the clay, or is this like permanent? That it can be ephemeral, and you could just. Keep working the clay forever, but it also is uh, oven-dried clay, so you can set it, put it in the oven for like at two seventy-five. Well, I guess different clays might have different temperatures, but two seventy-five yeah. for about thirty minutes, and that will. Uh, yeah,
2: I would so consult what, your clay's packaging. <laughs> <laughs> okay.
1: So, yeah. uh, what you? So, what are you, so
0: what, what you going to choose there, Charles?
3: I like this design with yeah. the leaves on it, like the vines and stars and okay. circles. A lot of cool stuff going on.
0: I've got one with uh, a lot of. This is a dowel rod, and you've got the flat. I've got the
3: flat rectangular piece. Okay,
0: so I've got um, some stars and
1: circles, and so I guess I'm just going to roll it right over. Yeah, you'll want to use firm pressure, and you can't re-roll that one. So with that one, you need to be really careful. So let's see what we can do.
0: I think I'm doing it. Oh,
3: oh,
0: oh!
2: Look at that! Uh, um, nice work.
3: <laughs> <laughs> so on this one,
2: <laughs> Charles is impressed. It in, but I feel like I feel like
1: or, I let Brian down. Or, so.
2: You can press it in. Um, just <laughs>
1: yeah, I've not done it that way. This yeah, is, so yeah, have you done it that way? Yeah,
2: okay. it turned out pretty okay.
1: So Claire, pretty okay. <laughs> Charles is uh, pressing the laser engraved stamp onto the top. What I've done a lot is have my flat sheet of. Uh, clay and put it on top and then roll it again with a dowel um, to kind of push it into the surface. Oh my gosh, surface. it
0: stuck though. You know, the funny <laughs> thing is that the pink looks like bubblegum and it really stuck like bubblegum, didn't it? How did it turn out?
3: Uh, I think I could have done better at my evenness of my pressing. Do you think he could have used the dowel
1: on top of that? Is that?
2: You could put it on yeah. top and use the dowel.
1: Ooh! Yeah, the clay is pretty forgiving. So yeah, if you don't get a good impression at first, you should be able to use it yeah. again and flatten it out again.
0: I'm gonna I'm gonna do round two. <laughs> you, All right, so I got my little piece of clay, just working it. See, I'm a pro already. Yeah, you just need a little, a little practice. Bit, just getting a little heat from the hands. Okay, then I'm gonna put it in between my spacers for the roller. And Charles, could you pass me the
1: Sure. Thank you very much. I sure. appreciate that. Uh okay. Charles, Charles, are you having so. trouble?
3: Yeah. Having <laughs> trouble. I think the How'd the you pattern's get it in better. Your hair? <laughs> <laughs> oh no. Stop <laughs> eating it. Okay, that's better. I thought mine Is was that gonna better? stick.
0: Oh, that looks great. Yeah.
3: I think I got it a little too thin as I was rolling it onto the top but
2: it would make a nice dainty pair of earrings
1: there we go yeah so there's a lot of polymer clay artists you can see on instagram and on etsy and pinterest all the places but that are making some really cool earrings um out of polymer clay so okay. you can make earrings today we have some pin backs so you can make your own little pendant if you'd like
2: yeah, but you noticed how it was kind of sticking into your mold there. Mm-hmm. That's where sometimes adding that little baby bit of baby powder okay. on top of the mold helps it not want to stick in forever.
3: Need that mold
1: release.
2: Yeah.
0: Oh, okay. So this is like a
1: Hello Kitty? Uh, it's, similar it's similar to Hello Kitty. <laughs> You'll notice the bow is on the other side oh, okay, okay. has a different number of whiskers. Different. Totally. <laughs> Legally distinct kitty. <laughs> now, so... Salutations cat. <laughs> I, I've, I've
0: got my rolled out piece of polymer clay here and it's beautiful. Um, so I've got this piece of silicon then and do I want to press it to the top or do I want to roll my clay on top of
1: I've the had better more? luck putting your polymer clay on top of the mold and then using the smooth dowel to roll across it a few times. Really pressing pretty firmly okay. and then you'll hopefully get a nice texture there. Hopefully. Let's see.
0: <laughs> I like that. That silence. The silence. The anticipation. Okay, I've rolled it across the mold. I'm picking up the mold, I'm flipping it over, I've got the clay, oh, it's coming off nice off that silicon, oh, look at that, hmm. look at that, are you jealous? That looks really
3: nice. Thank
0: you. <laughs> I believe. It even picked up the little, little dots. So we have uh, the cat head with a bow, but there's also some little dots that were a little textural Types of things are really small. Yeah. I'm surprised it picked it up.
1: Yeah, with the laser you can engrave super small, so you can get a lot of, lot of really crisp detail with the laser engraver. Okay. And what what do you
3: have to do to make that that file for the laser? Do you do you hand draw it
1: and and? There's, there's multiple ways. You do have to have a digital file to send it to the laser. Um, my process was just an Illustrator. Um, it's a vector design program, drawing out those shapes, and then using uh, the repeat function in Illustrator to make a pattern. Uh, Lydia, you might have a different process.
2: Um. Yeah. So I kind of did a pen and paper, my idea, took a picture of it, and traced it in Illustrator. And from there, I used a pattern tool, which kind of um, was a tool that allows me to create like the repeating pattern. So, Neat. same results, Very different cool. processes.
1: Yeah. yeah. Okay, so if we wanted to take this a step further, we could... We could uh, yeah, the next step, we have 3D printed uh, like cookie-cutter type shapes. Okay. We have a star, a moon, a circle, and then you'll essentially just be cutting out oh. whatever shape you'd like from the clay. Okay, uh, thank you. Yeah, I'll take the star for my stars here, because I've got right.
0: two. I've got my not Hello Kitty, but cat oh, wow. head background repeating background and now I've got this star um,
3: cookie cutter and the moon one here even has extra extra patterning Ooh, inside the cookie look at cutter that.
2: yeah so that was another technique we played around with was using our resin printer which is a 3D printer that obviously makes it in resin and it can get really high detail so we were able to get a lot of like those little leaves and stars showing up in the resin
0: neat Okay, so I'm going to press my star into my star-patterned clay, and pulling up. Oh, look at that. It's just like making cookies. Yeah. All right. <laughs> look at that. I got two out of mine, oh, so if I want to make... It turned
2: so good. Star,
0: yeah. Yeah. Start, and... And oh, you got yours out. No problem at all. I do. Oh, it pulls away nice and easily. Oh, yeah, look at
3: that.
1: Yeah, so from here, uh, you could either use a a small tool to put holes in these for earrings or jewelry of some sort, or just leave it as it is, that circle, and we have these pin backs that we would glue on the back after we bake them.
0: Yeah, I'm going to have to make sure we don't get rid of all this and take some photos for people that want to see this. And, of course, you can... Do this yourself if you make a long, and you'll have it to look look at right in, in front of you. That's true. Can you pass me? Eh, let's try Turn it that out one. circle. Yeah, yeah. I gotta cut out my kitty cat one, right? <laughs> yeah. Okay.
2: And then, yeah, from here after you're done cutting out your shape, you would just pop that in the oven.
1: Very cool. I don't know if we can do that here at the library. They say you shouldn't use the same oven you cook with with no. this clay, but. Okay. I don't think we should use the break room oven. I don't,
2: I don't, <laughs> I don't think we use the break room that often for food, mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. the oven. Yeah.
1: yeah.
3: I could see this. So I, I paint miniatures, and I could see this easily being used for, like, if you're running a Dungeons & Dragons campaign and you have figures for that and you want, like, cobblestone bases underneath your guys because they're running around in some old-timey English city. You could do, like, cobblestone bases custom-made for your models. Yeah. That's pretty
0: cool. The uh, circles kind of remind me of, like, little coins. So you could uh, be the least popular person on your block for Halloween, and instead of handing out candy, you can just make little (laughs) homemade coins. (laughs) Or the most popular.
3: Or the most popular. In addition to the candy. You can add it to the candy. Yeah, add it to the candy, sure. (laughs) But don't put it inside the candy. No. No. What? (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my gosh.
0: Uh, yeah, okay, well, I think that was the make-along. That was the make-along. So tell us, you know, we, we would love for people to come visit the Makerspace and work on different projects with you all. Um, do you have some resources for people that want to
1: just do some stuff at home? Would the website be the place for that? Yeah, we can put something. Yes, we're putting something together with um, things that people can do from home. We'll have what we used, um, but maybe give some analogs like like we talked about. Instead of a cookie cutter, use a a small glass or a knife or for textures, you can find things around the house. So yeah, we'll put something together for the website. And uh, boy, during, during the whole
0: COVID time, you guys uh, started doing a whole lot of uh, programs online.
1: And uh, anything you want to highlight while we have you here that's coming up? Uh, the next event we have coming up is, is full. So uh, it is our make and take. So we have three different uh, projects people can get supplies for. They registered online, and we're going to send those out. There will be more take and makes in the fall. So I would look forward to that. Yeah. And, of course, just always you can come into the Makerspace, reserve time through the website to use the laser cutter or 3D printer or any of our equipment from sewing machines to sergers and vinyl cutters. And all the tools we have are available free to use. You just sign up for time on the website.
0: Yeah. So uh, just go to the Makerspace page. You'll always see the events there and you see all of the equipment and... Um, is there
2: a, something you specialize on, Lydia? Or are you? Uh... So I have been working in makerspaces for like the past year or so. Okay. So I come from a makerspace, and but my background is um, uh, digital illustration and like three uh, D modeling and things like that.
0: Oh, that's that's great. And then that's and cool. then Brian, you
1: have you have a background in art as well, don't you? Yeah, I have a printmaking background, so yeah. I I like using. Technology and making art with it. So.
0: We all love to learn and we all love to make. So
3: Very cool.
1: We all
0: work out here well with the library. <laughs> well, um, I think that's it.
3: Yeah. Thanks for joining us today. So I don't know about you, Dave, but I thought that was a lot of fun. <laughs> <laughs> fun was
0: sad. Was had, yeah, yeah. I mean, any day that you come to work and um, you get to, I mean, think about all the ways we made today. We, we sure we had the makerspace folks come in and make, but we get to make a podcast which involves setting up microphones and all of that. And um, it's not just recording it, we've got to edit and do all that, but it's all part of the wonderful experience of making something.
3: That's true. And there's so many ways that you can make it. If you thought this was a fun project, I would encourage people to continue doing polymer clay. But if you thought, oh, well, maybe this isn't for me, there's still plenty of other ways to be creative and make every day of your life. Yeah.
0: And, you know, uh, We'd encourage you to go to the uh, Makerspace website on the Johnson County Library website uh, where there are all kinds of suggestions and tutorials and things like that. Um, Or just come into the Makerspace and uh, tour around. The the Makerspace facilitators, as you heard today, they're super friendly and they want to help you um, kind of explore and grow uh, your skills and try some different things.
3: Right. And, and speaking of resources and growing skills, next month we have an episode coming up where we're talking about back to school and the resources and skills that you can gain through the library for students of all ages. I see what you did there. That was that was called a transition and it was slick. <laughs> Thanks. I've been using
0: that petroleum gel <laughs> oh, on my transition. This is like this is like not your first rodeo at all. Um, <laughs> But yeah, Charles is right. Um, So what do you say we just kind of plan to meet back here in a month and uh, record that?
3: Yep. Hope to see everybody back then. Take care. Stay cool. This
0: is your library insider. Did you hear? Did you hear? Did you hear? Goodbye.